Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Migs and Swigs show here on 1025 The Bone, Life Out Loud. We are celebrating the Beastie Boys today and uh, the passing of MCA, uh, anniversary of the passing of MCA, uh, five years. I can't believe it's already been five years. Can I just tell you that, um, not that I have an issue with your love for him or your wanting to acknowledge his life and celebrate it. But I feel like if it were me mm-hmm. wanting to do it with somebody that I grew up listening to that mm-hmm. was important to me, All right, let me ask you, you would make fun of uh, no, me. No, no, let me ask you a question. And that's, and, a, fair, that's a fair comment. Because and I'm a, music aside, I do like the Beastie Boys. There are some people that don't. Girls, but I like the way that I'm they I'm not saying walk. that the genre or the type of music or the musicians themselves or whatever. I'm just saying in general... Mm-hmm. If it was me wanting to, mm-hmm. as a female, mm-hmm. I would be laughed at okay. and ridiculed. Let me tell you something. It would not be because you're a female or a woman. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. It's because of your musical taste. But but that shouldn't have. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't have okay. any effect on. But it. I'm, I'm being honest with you. It's not because you're a woman. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm saying to respect the fact that Fair I. Fair enough. I don't think appreciated. What's your favorite? Or okay, did let's say let's say hypothetically uh, that your Someone died in one of your favorite bands. What band would it be? Just give me an example of what we, who, if somebody. I mean, I'm pa- just saying, like, if I said Whitney Houston, like, if I was torn up about Whitney Houston dying but, and I, I wanted to I, play me her music, would, it would uh, but be that like, that wouldn't oh, be the answer. Whitney Houston. That wouldn't be the answer. It would be somebody like a Backstreet I'm not party. saying that I would feel that way about anybody. It, it would depend on. Because I, who- I don't know these people, and there's a lot of music that I love and appreciate that affects okay. me differently, but I'm just saying in general. Are we fighting? Are we just. No, I'm just pointing passionately out. Passionately discussing. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if we are fighting no. and we're headed for a divorce. Well, I would divorce you. Um, well, we would. But I'd immediately- want to be done with you so fast that it would be super amicable and we would just part w- ways. Would we need to see- go see our next guest or. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I could see you getting all nasty during well, sports, yeah. and I would have to, uh, you know, learn how to deal with you. And our next guest, Leela Bloodsworth, yes, um, helps people out all over the Tampa Bay area. And we met her a couple weeks ago when we were talking about my story, correct, um, and my divorce from my ex-wife, um, who happens to be I don't know, what, ten years later, whatever it is that we've been separated, I think. Or divorced, yeah, something like that. Uh, have become best friends, and uh, uh, our, our son. Uh, has been the bonding uh, reason that we've 
have the relationship we have today because we made a decision from the beginning mm -hmm. uh, to put him first, and uh, and it just turned into over time this beautiful, natural, modern family, blended family. So many people are not like that. No, so many people use the children as a L block tool. And blocking yeah. and tackling tools. And so, Leela, welcome back. We wanted to have you back in this time to talk about uh, some, as I mentioned before. Um, you know, first, I want you to read this poem that you gave because it really is a beautiful poem. And uh, you saw this child about uh, 20 years ago? Yes, yes. Good morning. Um, I have uh, all the children that I see write a letter um, to their parents that they know I'll be sharing with their parents. And some kids are more creative than others. So this was a child I saw almost 20 years ago. How old was this kid? So you give people a little, like, knockout blow about being able to write something like this? 11. <laughs> okay. You know what I was doing at 11? <laughs> I was trying to figure out how many fingers I could stick in my nose and to pull out as many boogers as possible. Yeah. All right. she, she was a gifted <laughs> child, but it was definitely, um, you know, really, uh, it's really moved me and I've kept it all these years. And I think it's a great example of just what kids go through and yeah. the effort we need to make. So. And before you start, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just want to let everyone know if you... Uh, you have a question or you want to get in touch with Leela, you can call us here at 800-771-1025 and, and ask her a question and get in, uh, some, some needed advice. Or you can go to bloodsworthintervention.com and our contact information is there and you can uh, arrange to a get together. You are located in St. Pete, but have some stuff coming up that we'll talk about. So great, Leela Bloodsworth. All right. The, she uh, titled it Invisible. So it says... When you argue and raise your voices, I can hear you. I'm not invisible. When you curse, blame, and call each other names, I can hear you. I'm not invisible. When you threaten to leave and never come back, I can hear you. I'm not invisible. When you don't come to my activities together and tell everyone how horrible each other are, I can hear you. I'm not invisible. When you fight over the schedule and my time with you, I can hear you. I'm not invisible. When you hate and threaten to destroy each other, I can hear you, I'm not invisible. When you promise things will be better after divorce, but you're still fighting, I can hear you, I'm not invisible. When you see me cry but can't stop fighting, do you hear me, I am invisible. Um, I don't even. I don't even have I know, kids. Man. It, it is, uh, oh. and I can tell you. You know, one of the reasons, and and we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, my ex and I, Nikki, uh, didn't have a manual. We didn't have you, um, and we yeah. sort of figured this thing out alone for one reason, and and that was because I was a child of divorce, um, and my parents' divorce uh, wasn't great. Right. Um, by any means, uh, most people don't know how to do right, it, you know, in a healthy way. And so. I don't think I would have actually been able to do the out or have the outcome I had if I hadn't gone through it myself. Because when I had, uh, we talked about divorce, I was determined not to have it go that way. Because it, and we, there's that YouTube uh, video clip that we sent from the kid who said, uh, you know, just went on another poem or another story. Uh, a child of divorce. A child of divorce on YouTube. It's it's beautiful if you go look at it. that. You think your kids are resilient and it doesn't affect them, or you know, it it is the toughest situation to be in, to be young. I was thirteen, um, but to be young and be caught in the middle of a divorce. Absolutely. I mean, most parents that I talk to um, will say, 
I'm not going to be that couple that does it, yeah. you know, with all the problems and spending all the money. And so often people end up being that couple right. and, and don't realize it. So I'm really on a mission um, to develop a trauma-informed community. This poem, you know, one of the most impactful things to me is this child's poem and the issue that this child has are the same issues that I see in children 20 years later. We're not doing this better for kids. We've mm-hmm. got to change the system. We've got to, you know, all work together as professionals um, in a multidisciplinary way, pediatricians, therapists, um, parent coordinators, and and do this better. Because 20 years later, I could have a kid in my office today that could express the same exact sentiments. Well, and I think from what I've seen through through friends and family that have have gotten divorced is first I think that they they don't realize that their children aren't invisible they think that they're doing it off you know when they're when they're asleep right. or when they're you know they're not paying attention they're watching TV. they don't they give c- their kids enough credit correct yeah. right. children are so perceptive and they re- and they see it all and they hear it all and and even if they don't say that they are yes they're they're aware and just the same that if you stay with somebody that you're not happily married to or in love with because you you don't want to hurt your children yes they see that too they see you're not in love they see that you don't communicate the way that people should communicate right like they pick up on that too so that's a disservice to them staying in a marriage that you shouldn't be in because of kids right just the same as having an ugly divorce right and i mean it's it's always shocking to parents when i end up saying to them you know your your child had, when I interview your child your child told me that once you tuck him or her in bed they hear you sobbing at night when you think you're in your room and no one can hear right. you and the door is closed or you know that they they understand when you've just had a text argument with your co-parent even though there's no words the yeah. energy and the look not paying on their attention face. Oh, yeah. not being present yeah kids are like I'm just invisible right um so. You gave us an article, and actually, I just uh, first time I read it. Number one was during your divorce. Remind yourself uh, to put your children first, and and I think that that really was, if you want to have a mission statement, right, for my divorce, that was the mission statement. And I think that everything else on this list, and uh, you can go through it really quickly. Um, the ten most common co-parenting pitfalls. So if you're listening, and you can identify with this. Get in touch with Leela and she can help you. Absolutely. So the first, obviously, is put your uh, children first. The second is do not use your children as messengers. Um, Then they feel like they're part of that battle. You don't want to do that. And they also don't learn how to manage conflict on their own if you're, you know, trying to bring everyone else into the problem. Parents are examples to their kids through every step of the way. Um, Reassure your child that they're loved. Um, It's okay to say to them, yes, we're separated, but we all love you and none of us are going to leave you. Um, support the other parent's visitation. It's the child's time with the other parent, not your time. Um, and, and unless there's, you know, some court order or something or a reason why you shouldn't, you want to give a child permission to transition and still have both parents. Parents divorce one another. They don't divorce their children. Um, don't make a child a caretaker or your confidant. Kids are extremely uncomfortable when they feel like their parents share adult issues with them. They see their parent kind of being out of control and then they feel out of control. Um, don't badmouth the other parent no matter what. That does not help a child in any way. You might have your child kind of on team mom or team dad, but ultimately um, they're a part of both of you and that destroys their self-esteem. Um, don't confuse your ch- uh, child support with visitation. These two things are not related. If someone doesn't pay child support, they still are able to have um, parenting time with their child and no child should have to know that. That right. is um, damaging. 
uh, don't discuss court proceedings with your child. Uh, I have children come in and say, you know, mommy said this about daddy in court. And now the judge said this and that. And sometimes they're like seven. <laughs> and I, I mean, no matter what age they are, it just really. That's a lot. It, it, yeah, it is absolutely so inappropriate and not helpful. Um, the big controversy here in Florida, especially, is do not attempt a 50-50 uh, co-parenting or shared parenting schedule if you have conflict and a lot of people are like what's the reason for that well if you're sharing your child say a week on a week off or some kind of 50 50 schedule and you're not communicating there's a ton of time that you have your child that there's not needs being shared back and forth and a child's needs get lost and it's oh. also easy to blame the other child I mean the other parent during their time um, like if homework's not done or whatever so and then um, the last thing is to try not to uproot your child if possible. Right. Children need consistency and predictability, and um, they, they just really need to have as much uh, going on in their life that is reminiscent of before in their routine as possible. So, I, you know, I, I guess number one falls under, I guess, all of the other nine. That number one, if, if yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not an expert like you are, but I just know what we did mm -hmm. um, in my own experiences. We just put our son first. Right. Every decision we made, there was a litmus test of, if we're going to decide to do this, how does it f affect Asher? Right. And the answer to that question wasn't, or the question wasn't, how does it affect us right. or me or her? It was, how does it affect Asher? Absolutely. And that was the litmus And then if you go through that list, the rest of them, it all would, would come down to putting uh, your kids first and, and, and not give them a very expensive, uh, long, drawn-out bill at the end of the divorce that you just hand your kid and make them pay it. Right. right. Now, it, when pe I'm sorry. When people come to, to meet with you, and I know that you focus on the kids, do you help the parents work through I mean because I can't imagine that it's an, an easy process to to digest as as the parent right you're going I mean it's a change for you too and how best to take care of yourself in the process of it yeah absolutely I mean a lot of parents are just in survival mode right self-care is just nowhere on the agenda so. which which obviously affects your kid yeah absolutely so I'm always encouraging that always encouraging them to take time um, for themselves and make sure that they are um, doing what they need to do to keep their sanity, whether it's, you know, go participate in therapy, uh, work out, whatever it is that they need to do. Yeah. Um, but a lot of parents don't know. They think their their needs or, or what they're feeling is best for them. Right. They think it's best for their child. So uh, we're running out of time here, but w tell us about your uh thing next week your seminar next week what can people expect how much is going to be how they can get tickets how they can sponsor it if they're a corporation um or and, and just tell you know where do they go information right go so <laughs> it's a um trauma-informed seminar and it is at the university of south florida student center once a month the next um seminar will be may 13th and you can register on my website www.bloodsworthintervention.com there's also um, a page for sponsorships obviously any amount um, to sponsor the seminar is great but if you go you'll see some specific sponsorships that also um, fund one or two parents to come to the seminar that might be financially disadvantaged that could really use yeah. the information. So there's a little bit of a give back there that is important to me. And, and that's this. on bloodsworthintervention.com as well? Yes. Okay. And uh, what time does it start? It is 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. Um, Leela Bloodsworth is doing a phenomenal job. And uh, if you're going through a hard time with your ex um, or your 
I guess divorce do you divorce people too after the fact and just how how to do it correctly yeah, right. and, and and you know like I said don't take don't try to give your spouse or ex spouse poison hoping or the kids poison, poison. hoping the uh, the other one dies and that's what happens a lot of times yeah. so thank you Leela very much for what you do in the community thank you I appreciate it uh, coming up we're going from divorce to juice hmm. the staple of the Migs and Swig show Aww. the staple of the hallways of bone offices. Now I feel like uh, Drew Bravo. Uh, I never thought I'd actually do that. It's uh, my favorite. I bet it is. Uh, and we're going to talk about fubbing. Yes. Have I'm you been fubbed? So interesting. Or are know. you a fubber? Uh, and then we're going to get juicy with it. I mean, I, I'm just going to keep on saying it because it's one of the biggest things going on here at the Bone. I'm happy to oblige. Yeah, I bet you are. Uh, Mix this week.